Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. Butch Hartman here with the amazingly gorgeous, how many adjectives would you like? Keep going. Gorgeous, astounding, smart, hardworking. I would say. Talented. Hi, I'm Julianne. I would say, Julianne how are Hartman. you? I would just, I, yeah. yeah, but the last time I said, how are you? You asked me why I would ask you how right. you were when we've been with each other all day. So <laughs> I'm not going to ask right. you that question. Well, you, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you. But I no, I am doing great because you probably wanted to ask me that question yeah well, i'm telling I'm, i already know how you are because i'm telling people how talented and yeah no and i'm doing and great wonderful you are and it's great to have you here you know uh we are uh 29 years married now yes we are i can't even believe uh number one i was 27 when we got married so i've been married to you longer than i was alone in my life isn't that i know bizarre to think? There's that's so, many so people weird that, well next year to, i can say that because i was 30 when we got married well, I was 29, going on. You telling the audience you're older than me? Is that what you're admitting? Yes, to right now? yes, wow. that's exciting you're news. Actually, admitting that. Wow, yeah, you, you are. You were born in 1962, and I was mm -hmm. born in 1965, and boy, the world was different back then. I don't remember much of it, but uh, you know, yeah, it was. Uh, we were there. Well, it's interesting because I think back, like in my mom's day, the husband was always, for some reason, like 10 years older than the wife. Yeah. And um, I didn't. I mean, I dated. And the a few wife guys. and the wife would get things for the husband. You know, and that, yeah, well, I wonder what that's what like. has changed. Yeah, right, exactly. But I, I mean, nothing I, at I, all, obviously. I don't know if I, I like that because, you know, it's like I always think of it this way. Like, let's say I would have married someone that was 15 years older than me. So if I was 20 and he was 35, oh, I'm sure he was gorgeous. He was young. He was, you know, but was now 30, was 35. I'm. 58 and he, he would, would be, be 73 yeah that's not cool <laughs> <laughs> hey listen if you're 73 out there we respect you tremendously yes no and if totally. you're married to somebody 15 years younger than you that's good for you hey that's yeah awesome. but i mean like i said there is definitely you know a change you've been out there mad hustling in the dating world well done yes but uh, anyway we don't talk about that because that's not what we're talking about today but no. first though before we get into our topic about team building again. Part yeah, we have, two. We, we want to talk about uh, this is team building. Actually, it's the team part two. Right. And we are going to be discussing team building. But uh, before we get into that, we want to remind, remind you guys to get the book Mad Hustle. It's my book all about pitching and selling shows in Hollywood. And if you are interested in getting a program off the ground, uh, how do you even get the program? How do you even create a program to begin with? How do you package it? How do you get the meetings it takes to get a program on the air on onto a streaming service? onto a network how do you sell a project and begin to make money at it how do you make money doing what it is you love to do in the entertainment business my book mad hustle can definitely help you do that so get it on amazon or go to madhustlebook.com we also have another book julian what's yeah. the other book we do it's called vision possible and we vision wrote, possible yeah, we wrote it four years ago and gosh wait three years no, ago no i was in 2018 we wrote it god that's so weird. yeah so actually it is can this, we just stop the ride <laughs> get off this ride but no I we know. wrote along to, uh, a couple years back but um and uh, but what i love about it is is that we really covered everything as far as you know 
when you're trying to seek your vision, you're trying to move towards your vision, all the things, all the obstacles that could come in the way of it. Uh, the biggest obstacle is you. It really comes down to that. No, it really does, guys, because yeah. look, you're going to encounter a lot of obstacles in uh, the search and the quest for your dream. And you might as well learn how to get you out of the way first because you're the you're the one factor you can control is you. Yeah. And, you and know, that's what's what Vision Possible is all about. Yeah. And, and it's really good because uh, it's, it's also we ask you questions so that you can have like a little bit of a journal in there, journaling your own words yep, and yep, uh, answers yep. to the questions. But, you know, tell me something in life that was completely easy, that there was no effort doing it. And I, I don't know what that is, that you would be successful at um, with having no effort. You know, I was just talking to a friend of mine about parenting. That's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Oh, yeah. I've had four careers, but parenting was the hardest. And we have like the most amazing kids ever. So if but we do say so ourselves. Yeah, yes. I mean, I am bragging a little bit about that. But um, but still. The bottom line is, is that it's, it's, it's not easy and it's not easy because mainly because of their friends. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Uh, well, your kids are great, but you don't know what their friends are doing. You don't know what their oh, friends are getting your kids true. involved in. Yeah, so that's true. I know that's not what we're talking well, about. Well, that's today. why. No, well, let's keep going because we're talking about Vision Possible, the book. And the yeah. reason we're bringing the book up because we want you guys to get it. Go to visionpossible.net and you can check out our Vision Possible program. Uh, it's a coaching program. Now, Mad Hustle is all about getting a TV show, a movie, uh, uh, you know, entertainment program, animated show off the ground and getting it sold in Hollywood. Vision Possible kind of covers everything else uh, as far as getting a vision off the ground. I mean, I think the first um, uh, chapter in Vision Possible is uh, write it down, like write things down. What is your vision? How do you get going on it? How do you accomplish it? You know, so we want to help you guys do that. So and check out our Vision Possible YouTube channel as well. Well, five right. teachings a week live yeah. on that channel. And um, then we have a paid, a paid subscription program called the Protege program. And that's on XOTV. And that's on XOTV. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like so cheap. Like you could not like it'd be still it'd be silly for you not to get it. It's like four ninety nine. Or I mean, four dollars and ninety nine cents. The yeah. silver level is nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and that gives you access to all of our videos. Uh, we have a ton of videos on there. We have live ones every week, uh, but those show up for a, a limited time, then they go away, and then they go into a bank of awesome videos. Yeah, and that, plus, and that, and that bank is constantly building of all this stuff. Yeah, plus we also do a live Q and A once a month where you can ask, if you're subscribed, if you subscribe, yeah. and you can ask us any question. Yeah. And that really puts us out there on the line. Like, any question? Any question? Yeah. That's really <laughs> any question you want. Pretty much so, any question. We're and there. We will answer it. Yeah, we just did our uh, one of our first ones uh, just the other day, and it was really, really cool. Anyway, uh, guys, we're glad you're here, and uh, I want to read a good news story, and Julian always loves when I do this. So one thing about um, uh, the Mad Hustle podcast, we want to give you guys a lot of really great, um, you know, positive uh, energy and a lot of positive stories here, a lot of positive, um, I guess we, we want to leave you with a lot of positive stuff. So anyway, I got a great story here and uh, I did some research on the interweb. So okay. that was kind of fun, you know, and uh, a story here, uh, a great grandmother earns a college degree at 78. She's quoted as saying, I really love learning. Vivian Cunningham. Now, if she's 78, she better wow. have a name like Vivian. Her name and, would be yeah, Vivian. That's totally, a 78 year old person. Totally. Um, she got a, uh, an undergraduate degree in liberal studies at Alabama's Samford University, and she's 78. Vivian Cunningham's lifelong passion for learning led her to a moment she won't forget earlier this month. 
when a 78-year-old great-grandmother, a great-grandmother, was handed a college diploma from Stanford University. If I could have done cartwheels across the stage, I would have, she said. Well, that's amazing. That and is amazing. That shows you that even at age 78, you can still accomplish something you've always wanted to accomplish. But also what I love about that is that we are always learning. We never stop learning. Yep. I mean, you could choose not to, but I think that that's like an early death. To be honest with you, when you're not using your brain anymore, when you're not getting excited about things, when you're not stimulating yourself yep. with, you know, with knowledge and mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. it might be, whatever you might be into. And so when that stops, I believe that people start to die on the inside. I agree. And I think uh, you guys keeping your mind active and keeping your um, keeping your your career active is another thing. Cause like if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously a career oriented person. This is not something to listen to for entertainment. Hopefully we entertain you a little bit, but we want to make sure you guys understand what it takes to get a vision off the ground, which is why we wrote the book vision possible. Why I wrote the book mad hustle. And also, um, we're kind of building off last week's episode. We talked about, um, the team and last yes. week, And last week we talked about why having a team was important. And I think we mentioned a couple times that, just getting a um, a vision off the ground is a monumental <laughs> monumental task. It's very hard to do something worthwhile on your own. Not saying you can't. You absolutely can. But um, it's a lot easier when you have people around you to help make it possible. And uh, now, now we talked about building a team, and we came up with some aspects. Uh, you know what what's important for a team. But we're gonna really dig down into them uh, today, and like. Let me ask you a question. Um, when it comes to building a team, you know, what what makes a good team member, do you think? Well, I mean... What we are kinda, some qualities? Yeah, we kind of talked about that, too, last week about being... Is it what, tattoos? Is it being really could tall? Could be, could what, be, know, could be. If you're running a circus, yeah. Yeah, but also, too, but if are, are you nice? Is somebody nice? Are you nice? Are you respectful? Yeah. I mean, that's really important. Now, by the way, we've met... We've worked with nice people who are, are respectful, and ended up not working out so well. Some well, that's people. true. Yeah, but there's, at there's, least... There's nice people that won't work out. Even at least nice. in the beginning, it was all great. And then yeah. you know, it kind of goes away after that. But anyway, no. But mm. honestly, uh, nice people and people that are sharing like-minded values as far as, you know, it's like... I, I think since we live in such a world right now where... You know, you could do pretty much anything at home by yourself these days online. I mean, as People, far as making a movie or, yeah, yeah, or, or, or just start, even, starting a band. Yeah, yeah you or your online. own business or whatever. But yeah. what I love, though, is that when you do have, let's say, a situation where you have a company where you've got many employees, you got to find out if those if everybody's going to gel together. So you kind of have an idea when you're interviewing them if they're going to be like a team player. Right. I mean, I, I, we have a rule of thumb uh, that we go by when, whenever considering a new employee or a new person to bring into your fold, which is a big deal, by the way, especially in California. We've had to deal with a lot of laws in California now where independent contractors who are not employees technically have to now become employees. There's a lot of paperwork that goes along with that. a lot so, of work that goes along with it. So that. if you're going to do all that work, you want to make sure that the person you're bringing in is worth all the effort and it's going to stay. Yeah, exactly. That sucks when they leave. Like you've invested so much into them and you have like literally time, money, other people's time, mm -hmm. which costs you money as the business owner. And then they just go, oh, I got a better offer somewhere else. You're like, 
what? Yeah. You've only been here three weeks. Exactly. But, but you uh, were actually waiting for that other job. Right. And you kind of used us as a yeah. little bit of a, a landing pad. But I wanted to bring up the fact that one thing we look for in people is would we ever want to, if we're going to hire somebody, would we go on vacation with them? Yeah, that's really important. Like, would you would you want to spend, you're going to spend eight hours a day with this person. Would you actually want to go on a vacation and spend two weeks with this you person? You know, honestly, I'm kind of like that with anybody. <laughs> Do I really want to spend two weeks with whoever? And uh, because my time, I feel, is very valuable as far as time being valuable on this earth yeah. and doing some, you know, wonderful things. And, and if I'm going to go on vacation, I don't want problems. I don't want drama. So that's why I'm really particular about Oh, gee, about. I really do. I love drama. I no, love that's why I'm really particular about who I would even forget the employee. But yeah, but the employee, do you, would you really want to spend time with them? Because if your answer is no... Then, yeah, they'll say like, someone would say like, no, I wouldn't go on vacation with them, but they're really a good worker. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, I know. And by the way, I've met some great workers that are just, let's be honest, a little socially awkward. And But if they're a good worker and do their job, but they're a little socially awkward, I can deal with that. If someone's good at what they do and they're not a problem, but I say hi to them and they act strange, that's something. There's, look, look, you're going to be dealing with all kinds of different personalities when you're bringing people into your, totally. into your team. So one thing is this. Would you go on vacation with them? Another one is, can you trust them? And well, that that's takes, a big thing. That's huge. I mean, I'm just saying that. Can you trust them? That yeah. takes time, though, too. Oh, God, it sure does, which is why... When our daughter, Carly, went to go work at her new job, she, uh, you know, how many interviews did they put her through at that new job? Eleven. Eleven interviews over like, what, a five-month period? Four. Four a month. She went through 11 interviews. And, and at first, we're like, wow, four interviews? Wow, five interviews? Isn't that enough? She had to go through 11 interviews, and she got this job, and it's an amazing job where she works. But I learned a lot from that. I went, you know what? I am going to do that when I hire people now. I'm going to put them through at least five or six interviews right because i need to get to know this person and in all fairness to us though you and i most of the people we've hired we kind of knew a little bit before we brought them in we, yeah that helped we sort of were friends we were either friends with their parents or their wife or their husband or we or we worked with them previously on a few things so we kind of knew them a little bit so and we, it really worked in our advantage it did work to our advantage yeah, yeah. And, and 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 you know some of them were great. Some of them, you know, we had to learn a little bit. But, you know, we never hired anybody like cold off the street. Why well, take it back. We did. Hold on. We're a couple of people that we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. We did. There were a couple of people that we did. And a couple worked out. A couple yeah. were like, all right, we'll try. We'll do better next time. Uh, here's another aspect. Yeah, I just put that here on the list here. I got, do you know them? Oh, here we go. Here's a big one. And this, everybody out there, listen to this. When it comes to developing a show, hiring someone for a project you're working on, would you hire your family oh yeah that's rough that's a biggie you know i have would to you say, well it depends on who the not person my family no i'm <laughs> kidding no but you know there are like we've got some friends that live down the street and the the uh, my my girlfriend and her sister are so close yeah they are they would do they they like they're like the same person but have they ever worked together well yeah they have done a few things but they just that would work for them um, but not everybody, you know, it's like definitely not your family. Well, the thing is, is that what happens is that we start bringing in like stuff that we don't need to. It's like we have too much information, background information about each other. Yes. You know, it's like, let's say that, um, my sister and I were starting 
a florist business, right? Let's say that. So let's say, and um, she says something that makes me mad, or it's like something that just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way, and then I might go Because it's into, something from the past. Yeah, or I might say something that rubs her the wrong way, and very easily, because of all this prior knowledge, right. they could say, you've always been this way. Uh-huh. Remember when we were five, and you did this or that? You're like, right now, I don't want to talk about that. So It is almost like you've done this before. Yeah, well, I haven't, but it could be. I could just imagine it. I want to also talk about some things that I love to do, and that's the team building aspect. Now, you're talking about building a team, but I like to talk about team building, meaning like building the the team's already built, but building them up and getting them. Okay, so you're talking about we've already selected our team. Yeah. We already already have our team of Avengers. We've selected our superheroes. Now, how do we build those people individually? Right, well, what, what I love is, is that I love to do like icebreaker, um, icebreaker exercises. I mean, those are fun. It's like, like for instance, you could just put a question, like, let's you say mean you like get a trust fall. Yeah, that, but, but good old trust. Yeah, fall. I don't know about that. But like, for instance, let's say you get them all in a circle. You've got a team of like 15, get them all in a circle and you ask them like, what is something so interesting about you that no one here knows about right. that most people don't know about well there's some crazy things you know it's like like i don't know like i someone could say that you know i was you know my parachute didn't go off you know when i was sky diving diving and i (laughs) dove to my almost to my death and then this this big bird came and took me whatever but i mean something that's quite a story someone said that someone had a big bird rescue them from a skydiving accident no but i think that would be that's a movie Yes, totally. Yeah. But like something so crazy, you're like, you? That w- I remember one time, I don't remember what it was, but I remember this one girl. I'm looking at her going, that, there's no way that happened to you, whatever it was. I forget what it was now, mm-hmm. but it was something so bizarre, so like out of character for her. But yeah, she experienced it. And that makes people now feel like, well, I kind of know a little bit about your life. And, um, and it's something that you can maybe even you know, um, talk about. Well, that's why a lot of these companies, uh, do these retreats where everybody kind of goes, that's really important. Spends a weekend together, but we've done a few things like that too. We don't go on weekends. We go like on lunches or we take people out, you know, for that hike that time at the uh, Malibu winery. We went, we went to the Malibu winery, which is a giant, almost like Jurassic park zoo in the Hills with all these animals. And you walk around, wasn't like 112 degrees that day. Okay. That was was the (laughs) wrong day to do it. It was the wrong time. No, it was 110. It was like 11 in the morning. It it was like a two-hour hike at the height of the sun. Oh, it was so hot. Well, I couldn't get in any other day. So the yeah. guy that was doing the tour goes, well, you won't have any competition because no one else wants to come at 110-degree weather. But it was fun, though, because we we, almost, we all almost died together, which is great. Right. Yeah. We almost, you know. That'll bring you together. You got dehydrated. But anyway, like, you know, let's say you could, you know, do, like right now, because a lot of companies still aren't back yet, you could do an online happy hour. Yeah, I've heard, our, our daughter has, our daughter has done that. Yeah, yes. you could play games on an online happy hour. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I you, like that. Yeah, you could go to like I love this. Like in smaller towns, they have like these little festivals. You all could meet at a festival. Like even around Halloween, you know, you could go to a pumpkin festival. Yeah, um, all good. Yeah, all you good. could do. Now you uh, me excited. Yeah, game nights. Game nights. Or you could do good. game nights, you know, in person. You could do game nights. Now, this is after we've selected our team. This is after. Yeah. This is not a, This is not like um, uh, interviewing people for the job. No, this is we after already the covered team is that, built. I feel like, last last time. Well, i got a couple other things I want to talk about as far as meeting people. Um, oh, here's oh one. I know one. Really okay, quick. I have one big thing, but go ahead. Okay, this would be fun. 
Well, I would love to do something like an escape room in like the office. You could have someone come in and... Uh, and bar all the doors yeah, and no one can get and set the yeah. room on fire like Dwight Schrute did in the office. Exactly. But go. wouldn't that be fun to make Today's your office... smoking is going to save lives. Yeah. But it'd be fun to do like an escape room in your office. Well, that's a big one. I mean, that's what an escape room. I've ne- I've never even been to an escape room. I've always wanted I to know. go to them, but every they're time I freaky. every time I see them, they're like in seedy parts of town. They're really gross. I know. It's like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like I got to escape the neighborhood after I escape the room. Hey, uh, one thing I wanted to say too: if you're going to be bringing somebody on to your team or your group or your even if it's just two of you, whatever, check their social media. I want you to check their social media, see what they're up to, see the kind of person they are, see what they do, what do they do in their off time, if they're posting things, and just make sure that you're cool with the kind of person they are when they're being themselves. It's really interesting what people reveal about themselves anymore online. I, it's just crazy. Like so true. 30 years ago, again, you and I have been married 29 years, so 39, 39, 30 years ago, none of this existed. I know. So if we did something stupid, the odds of thousands of people knowing about it were very slim. Maybe three or four people would know. You just hope they didn't go tell And then it was relegated to just, you know, hey, so-and-so did this. Oh, you weren't there. You don't even know. Right. But now, man, everyone's got a camera. Everyone's got a phone. Everyone whips out their camera phone or their their camera and their phone all the time. It's just crazy. Um, I said camera phone. I know you did. I didn't mean to. I said camera and their phone. I'm talking fast. So, guys, when building your team, number one, know one thing. You're going to need a team, first of all. But please, please, please bring on people that you trust. And I'm talking about this too. Don't hire your friends right away. I've hired friends. I've hired people. Then they've become my friends. That's better. Hiring your friends is a very good chance they won't remain your friends because you I, you haven't worked with them. When you're going to work with somebody, you're going to learn a lot about them. And if you hire somebody who's your buddy, who's your friend, you feel obligated to hire them. When you find out that your best good friend, your best pal ever isn't that good of a worker or shows up late or doesn't finish what they do, but they're your friend and you hired them and then you have to get rid of them. That's a huge, huge deal. That's a tough thing to do is fire your friend and you're no longer friends anymore. And that's why it's very lonely at the top when you're the boss. Trust me, I've been there. I know you've been there as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that it's, you know, people, you know, what's interesting is that most people think that you don't want to talk with them and they'll just stay away from your office or they'll just be like really like real vague or just real like hey hi but you really do want to have a conversation but they're afraid to to pursue it because they don't know if you do really want to have that took me a long time to learn i'm like look i'm just me uh, I just happened to have sold a show, but oh wait, I now have the power to hire and fire people, even though I would never abuse that situation, but people people would still get nervous, like, oh, here comes the boss, here's this and that. And when you become a boss, it's a whole different thing. I want you and by the way, you'll still have friends, but they're just gonna be they're gonna be in a different type of category yeah Yeah. you know Uh, and just be very careful what you tell your friends when you're the boss as well you don't want to talk to them like friends and start revealing things going on behind the scenes because maybe there's things they aren't supposed to know yeah you know or what's going on anyway it's that's another whole podcast we could you don't know if we talked about this before but one time we did a a a production a, a play and um the whole cast yes, we went did. against us. We already talked about this? No, we haven't talked about it, but no, that's true. We, we did a play. Yeah. We were very young. It was awful. This is in 1992. Two, we just yeah. got married. And well, We um, thought it'd be great to go in debt and do a play. We well, we had like some of our friends and then some people we just hired from, right. you know, an actor auditioning. Right. And we hired and, a director too. Yeah, and at, the, and at the end, we got, wow. I couldn't believe it because we had so many friends that went against us. We're like, what? 
Wait. Well, it's funny because our friends that we hired to be in the play were our friends. And then they once they got with all the other actors, they sort of became one with the other actors. And they weren't our friends anymore. It was very strange. Yeah, it was so a very weird. wild experience. Let's start naming these people right okay, now. Okay, let's shall do we? it. Yeah, here we go. Well, before we name people, which we will do, no. I wanted to give you your <laughs> My trivia question. Your trivia question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. In Can't Buy Me Love, Ronald Miller's dad was president and owner of what company? Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, I never saw that movie. I think it's Patrick Dempsey. Is he in that movie? What company? I'm going to say Pepsi. I don't know. No. Gosh, I thought you knew everything. I didn't see the movie. All right. Tic-tac-tile. Yeah, tic-tac-tile. That's actually funny. I think that's Patrick Dempsey, Can't Buy Me Love. I think. I'm not sure. You know what's funny? I remember when it came out. Everybody liked it. I never saw it. Uh, I never did see that movie. I'm going to give you a trivia question. You no. ready for this? Oh, my God. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. Snow White and the How Many Dwarves? Seven. Okay. Can you name four of the dwarves? Okay. Sleepy. One. Uh, One's really easy. Come on. You got six more. Was there a droopy? No, drowsy? Drowsy? No, okay. no God. Drowsy? You got six more dwarves. Come on. Help me out. Um... What's the most famous dwarf? Didn't have a beard. Big ears. I am blank. Dopey. Oh, do oh gosh. Okay, whatever. Okay, dopey. give me. I, I, okay, I I'll, got sleepy, dopey. No, I gave you dopey. <laughs> give me two more dwarves. All right, what's, what's the one who's angry all the time? Um, Not Butchie. That's not Butchie. Me. No, that's not that one. Uh, oh grumpy. My gosh, sleepy, dopey. What? Grumpy. Oh, grumpy. Yes. Then there was happy. Okay, there's happy. And yeah, then... that's four. Okay, what? Give me something else. I give you seven chances. <laughs> All right, we'll get that to that next time. But Forget guys, it. Well done. I'm, I should put a round of applause here. Uh, please pray for her. Okay, guys. Hey, we're so glad you guys came. I hope you enjoyed this um, episode about uh, building the team and sort of putting people around you and how to do it. Uh, there's a million more things we could talk about. And we will in the next uh, podcast. But don't forget to get my book, Mad Hustle, all about pitching and selling shows in Hollywood. A lot of my experiences I wrote down in this book for you guys to learn from. I might be doing a sequel to the book, too. I've been kind of thinking about that lately. And, oh, wow. Uh, there's still a lot more to talk about. So well, I'm contemplating also, that. But yeah. let's uh, get the first Mad Hustle. I think you're going to really enjoy it. I think you are too. And plus, I think for Vision Possible, it's time for us to do the sequel to that as well. The Vision Possible book, yeah. When Man, the, the things that have changed and the things we've been doing since Vision Possible have yeah. just been pretty crazy. So, so get Vision Possible. Go check out visionpossible.net. Look at the Vision Possible uh uh, career building program. We'd be uh, happy to take your uh, uh, phone call. We do a free discovery phone call for 30 minutes to see if you're uh, right for the program. We'd love to talk to you about your dream and your vision. Guys, write to me as well at askbutchhartman at gmail.com. I'm here to answer your questions. You can also uh, get a hold of me there and uh, you know we can definitely correspond that way as well. Absolutely. Follow me on Instagram at butchhartman and find me on TikTok and YouTube and all that fun stuff too. Alright guys, thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next. Oh wait, we didn't do our thing. Yeah. I see. I got so caught up in the dwarves. Okay. Here's our catchphrase at the end. Ready? The dream is free. But the dwarves. <laughs> no, no. But the dwarves were sold separately? That's no. right. No, the dream but the is hustle. The dream is free. But the hustle is sold separately. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle Podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. 
You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.